From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Demer. Today on the show, Bitcoin billionaires, they don't want to die, and they're putting their money into it. Coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Monday, October 17th, 2022. In my intro, I said Bitcoin billionaires don't want to die and they're putting their money into it. I just want to rephrase that. Nobody wants to die. And if we had money, we would put it into it, into the research to make sure that we can extend our lives. Uh, but we don't have the billions of dollars that some of these people do. So I wanted to say thank you for putting money into that. But are we really going to have access to it? I don't know about that. It's definitely going to be a gift for the rich if you can extend your life have like a pig running around your backyard, perfectly DNA matched with your organs, just in case you need a liver or a kidney or lungs or a heart transplant. There's a movie about that. It was um, it was with Scar Johansson. The Island, that's what it was. I can't remember the guy's name. But if you know, let me know. Matthew Arnett at Crypt.co. Now, we all want to know those crypto prices. And the time is 11.20 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. (laughs) It's a little bit later today. I slept like nine and a half hours yesterday. I was beat. Bitcoin sitting at $19,460. That's up 1.7% in 24. Ethereum's at $1,325. Up 3% in 24. Tether's number three. USDC is number four. And Binance is number five at 273, up 1.1%. Running off the top 10, we have XRP, BUSD, Cardano, Solana, and Doge. The total market cap is up 1.7% in 24. It's at $933 billion. We have a BTC dominance of 40.1 and an F dominance of 17.4. But before we go today, I'm going to talk about a token that has been up around 80% over the week. Its current market cap is at $1.2 billion. It's sitting at number 42 on coin market cap. It's Whole Beast token, HT. Its price now is $7.76. It has just seen a meteoric rise in the past week or so. Uh, just Let me just tell you, on the 4th of October, it was sitting at $4.09. Like I said, it's $7.76 right now. It's up 6% in 24 hours. It has just boomed. Now, why, you might ask? Well, because earlier this month, Hobie's founder, Lee Lin, he sold his stake in the company to About Capital, a Hong Kong-based asset management firm. Lee Lin was looking to sell his shares in Huobi for quite some time, reportedly at a valuation between $2 and $3 billion. The founder and CEO of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, was reportedly looking at buying Huobi, uh, but, I mean, reportedly. We don't have any concrete facts that he was going to do that. But it looks as though Justin Sun, the founder of Tron, and someone who bought Poloniex, is now the exchange's advisor. So, everybody seems a little bit bullish on Huobi. Moving into today's headlines. MasterCard has plans to announce a program that will make it easier for banks and other financial institutions to offer cryptocurrency trading. The program will act as a bridge between crypto trading platforms Paxos and banks, said MasterCard. MasterCard, they will also take care of the regulatory compliance and security 
two sticking points for banks wanting to get involved with offering crypto trading services. MasterCard's chief digital officer said this, There's a lot of consumers out there that are really interested in this and intrigued by crypto, but would feel a lot more confident if those services were offered by their financial institution. NASDAQ, they have a listing rule. It's, it's listing rule 5550A2, and it's a deficiency notice, and it's issued to company stocks that trade under a dollar for 30 consecutive days. Thus is why DigiHost, ticker DGHI, the Houston-based crypto mining outfit, received a deficiency notice from NASDAQ. DigiHost has been provided a 180-day compliance period until April 10th of 2023. The stock must trade over a dollar for 10 consecutive business days before this period concludes. If the company does not regain compliance with Rule 5550A2 by April 10th of 2023, they might be able to get granted another 180 days for compliance. And if they fail, they'll probably be delisted. North Korea's state-sponsored cyber criminal group Lazarus has attacked Japanese crypto firms. These attacks were carried out using phishing and social engineering techniques, according to a report by Japanese News. So what happened was, Lazarus hackers allegedly reached out to target companies by pretending to be crypto company executives in emails and on social media. After establishing contact, the attackers then affected target companies' internal systems with malware before making off with crypto. Now we're like, oh, how successful can these guys be just doing that? Well, <laughs> very. In April, Lazarus was connected to a historic $622 million attack on Sky Mavis' Ethereum sidechain Ronin. And then in June, Lazarus was the lead suspect in a $100 million raid on Harmony Protocol. So long story short is, yeah, Lazarus is, <laughs> they are doing pretty well at, at the job that they're doing. Coinbase's CEO, he's looking at other things, not just crypto. Brian Armstrong, the CEO of Coinbase and founder, he said he's putting 2% of his company's stock, Coinbase's stock that is, to fund life extension research. This originally sent the stock price tumbling, but uh, today it's up 10.7%. It's trading at $70.41. Uh, this is a stock that I own, full disclosure. And I'm very happy to see this at $70 because I bought it like almost the all-time high. I think my break-even, even at uh, dollar cost averaging, is like still at like $180 or 160 Yikes. I'm, I'm, I'm hurting. Let's just say I'm, I'm hurting. So how much is 2% of Coinbase's stock? Well, Brian Armstrong, he holds about 90% of Coinbase's shares, putting his holdings at around $2.7 billion. And so if you do some simple math, that this would put the 2% that he's going to sell of Coinbase's stock at around $54 million. Well, after this was announced, everybody started freaking out, so Brian Armstrong had to go on Twitter to clarify things. He tweeted on Friday, I'm passionate about accelerating science and tech that will help solve some of the biggest challenges in the world. To further this, I'm planning on selling about 2% of my Coinbase holdings over the next year to fund scientific research in companies like New Limit and Research Hub. He continued to say, For the avoidance of doubt, I intend to be the CEO of Coinbase for a very long time, and I remain super bullish on crypto and Coinbase. I'm fully dedicated to growing our business and advancing our mission. But I'm also excited to contribute in a different way. Last week, we started talking about Magic Eating dabbling with taking away the royalties of creators. And they put out this clarification. And so because of all that, the rumors, the conversations online, offline, conversations with creators, they put out this statement. After some difficult reflection and discussions with many creators, we've decided to move forward with optional royalties, said Magic Eden. Magic Eden also said they'll waive the platform fees during this promotional period in a bid, it looks like, to win back traders. 
So what happened is, is upstart marketplaces that opted not to require sellers to pay creator royalties on secondary sales began cutting into Magic Eden's dominance. Basically, Magic Eden was losing their market share. They had a 90% market share, and now they start to tumble. People were moving to different platforms without these creator royalties to trade NFTs. Cheaper to buy and sell. But there are creators very unhappy with this, as you would guess. Exchange Art tweeted, Royalties exist for a reason, and creators shouldn't be worried about being listed on sites that dismiss their rights. This is not acceptable, and we're simply not going to tolerate it. Another anonymous creator on Twitter tweeted this, Magic Eden's move would disempower smaller creators from self-starting without massive advantages. Those who are funded well and well-connected already have. That was a dumb quote, said Sam Bankman-Fried on Politico's Morning Money podcast in reference to the $1 billion he said he was going to spend on the run-up to the 2024 U.S. presidential elections. That would have made Sam Bankman-Fried the single largest political donor in the last election four times over. He said his experience navigating political spending has led him to reevaluate the once general election focused strategy. He said, frankly, I could try to talk about pandemic preparedness in a general election, but most voters are going to say that, oh, that's cool. But like, I'm a Democrat or I'm a Republican. That's not going to move the needle enough for me to go over all the other issues. So basically, Sam is pulling out. We have an update on the Mango Markets platform hack where a thief hacker made off of $100 million in crypto. Well, so here's the deal. Mango Dow has offered the hacker a bug bounty of $47 million. Basically said, okay, you got us. You made off with $100 million. But here's what we're going to do. If you send us back $67 million worth of tokens, we're going to let you keep the other $47 million. And I keep saying $100 million because it's a round number. But he made off with like something about $114 or $116 million. Basically, the thief says, hey... I will send you this back if you make the treasury whole. Basically, Mango has some debt, and he wants Mango to use the $70 million in USDC he's going to send back uh, to pay off that debt. And in return, no charges will be had for the $47 million he's going to walk away with. Or she. We don't know who it is. But that's a hell of a deal. You walk into... (laughs) Only in crypto, right? Can you go and hack somebody for $100 million and instead of living on the run with $100 million, they'll say, okay, we'll cut you a deal. We won't press charges. It's yours. Just give us $70 million back. And he's like, okay, but only if you use it for paying off your debt. And like, okay. I mean, this doesn't dissuade hackers from hacking with this kind of... <laughs> anyway, I don't know if I should say congrats for the $47 million for finding the, the exploit in Mingle Market's platform or, or shame on us for allowing this person to get away with $47 million. Maybe there's a happy middle. I'm not too sure. If you know, let me know. Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. And finally, crypto wallet MetaMask is making it easier for users to turn their fiat into crypto through an integration with fintech firm Sardine. MetaMask users will now be able to fund their crypto wallets via bank transfers instantly instead of having to wait for traditional fund transfers to clear. The daily transaction maximum is $3,000. Now, I just want to point out something really quick. Crypto, DeFi, TradFi, institutions, banking institutions, they're really starting to start to merge a little bit. They're really, not even a little bit, even a lot of it. It's really starting to get this middle working ground where they can just operate with each other. And they're starting to test this out. Here we saw instant transactions with MetaMask, something I traditionally never thought MetaMask would be doing. Then we see what MasterCard said earlier. And with their quote from the MasterCard's chief digital officer, there's a lot of customers out there that are really interested in this, talking about the bridge between the trading platform Paxos and MasterCard. 
and they said that their customers will feel a lot more confident if services for buying crypto were offered by financial institutions. Very interesting how these are starting to bleed together. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share it, leave us a comment. If you're listening on Spotify, please click that five stars. Tell everybody that this is the best damn crypto news show on the planet. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.